All right, here we are. Thank you so much for being here. Hello, Simon. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, my absolute pleasure. You've been, uh, you've been a pleasure to talk to in our previous conversation, and you've been a pleasure to, to research. And when I was looking through you, there was one thing that caught my eye that was a little bit out of it. But on your blog, you have three words. I think it's entrepreneur, there's another one, and then there's pragmatic. And I love that word. And I would love to hear how it ended like front and center on, on a very important piece of your digital history. What, what does the word mean to you? Oh, it, it means a lot. I think it's probably uh, the main thing in my life in the maybe 15, 10, uh, 15 uh, last years. Really important in my work life. And uh, yeah, uh, I built my uh, company uh, 12 years ago with a friend of mine. And yeah, pragmatism, it was at the center. I was a lot into startup just before. The spirit was, okay, the more you work, the, the better. I was not okay with that. I've seen a lot of friends, entrepreneurs uh, doing uh, burnout. Uh, this was uh, frightening. Mm -hmm. So I decided to find another way. I read uh, the four hour weeks for Tim Ferriss. Uh, I don't like this book uh, because it's not ethical, at all. But I, I, I think I never like the answer, but I like very much the question he asked. It was very inspiring. Um, I just tried to find new answer to all the questions he asked and which are very good. Uh, I bought uh, this book to my associate uh, a few months before uh, building the company. Um, We kept, we have kept that in mind for, for a long time. It's a very, very important uh, world. And uh, yeah, uh, I'm still fo focusing uh, on it. I'm quite minimalist. I'm not really like okay. to own a lot of things. I like to focus. I try to do less things, to remove things, to not to do something if I can. And I like to, to, to ask myself if I can not to do something. Um, it's not an easy question, but I like that. In uh, our work life, it uh, allows us to do uh, our company very different than the concurrent competitor. Just before, just because uh, we uh, we we had a very different strategy because of that. Because from the, the very beginning, we say, okay, we are not going to work a lot, and it's a marathon, not a sprint. We have time. We are not going to work on the weekend. We craft um, a rule between us. Uh, we have each uh, uh, other the right to forbid the other to to work uh, like tomorrow. So if I if, if I saw my associate uh, tired, I I can say okay, uh, you 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 are you are not going to work tomorrow. I love uh, this. <laughs> I love this. I thought I was the only one doing it, but I I I'm the first to tell people on my team like take time off, take the next week off. Take the time for yourself. Yeah, I think it's very good. And we are still doing that. And yeah, so yeah, uh, th that's uh, a bit why, uh, what uh, pragmatism is for me. That's really cool. A uh, couple questions. Why is the four hour work week not ethical? I've never read it. I know about it. I know like what it's about, but I, I've never, I don't know everything about it. I haven't uh, read it for a long time, but he easily uh, reports the work to other people around him. Uh, I think uh, most uh, most of people in the company uh, hate him at the, at the end. 
because it, this, his behavior is probably going for for everyone. He give work to people in Madagascar or a lot of countries like that. Mm. And yeah, I don't like that. Uh, what, what we wanted to do is to try to have this rhythm uh, of life, but uh, allow every people uh, uh, we are working with to have the same because it's easy to uh, to use someone to, to do that. And it's not the spirit, uh, our spirit at all. So, yeah, we try to to, uh, yeah, I get that. to inspire every uh, every people uh, we are working working with. Mm. Yeah, you're 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 taking the like the questions that he asks and of how you structure your work, but you want it to be applied in a way that is more fair and that is not it, the way you're describing it. His approach seems quite self centered, selfish, focused on himself as like the star of the show kind of which is also something that i that i hate about like the ceo cult uh, okay that makes a lot of sense so um, you have your view of being pragmatic yeah what in the trend of uh entrepreneurs of digital professionals do you think a lot of people could do that would make them more pragmatic that would make them more mm -hmm. fulfilled that would make them more Because there's a lot of like bullshit kind of trends, you know what I mean? Do you have any that come to mind? There are some tentative to that, like uh, in startup, you're, you're maybe uh, uh, heard about yeah. that. It's a technique to, to, to start startup uh, with pragmatism, but it's not necessarily uh, a good reason for life uh, either because you can work a lot and do lean startup And so, yeah, you're, you're going to build your startup fast, but uh, maybe you are going to have a burnout uh, just after and it's not, it's still not good. Probably, uh, I, it, it, there is a lot of, there are a lot of factors like funding. Most of the time, funding uh, gi uh, give you a lot of uh, pressure and most of the time it's not very good for the funder. You, you are less free, etc. So we decided to say no to, to funding and, To, yeah, to, to create uh, the, start, uh, the company ourselves. Uh, yeah, it's a good idea to, to chat with the associates and understand it's going to last uh, a few years and it's not a weekend of, or a week. And yeah, mm -hmm. you, you have to be comfortable and have a good idea for years. Of course, it's, uh, it's very frightening to start a company and you want to, the company start very fast and work very, very in a short time. But Most of the time, it's not the case, and you have to be okay. Okay, you are going to do some pivots. Uh, you are going to start again to, to I don't know, a lot of things, uh, but mm. probably not the first plan you, you had. The, the, uh, our company is not doing uh, what we planned at the beginning, and it's most, most, of, the, most of the time the case uh, if you could speak with uh, an entrepreneur. So what led you here? How did you, do, do you remember, like, the first memorable... Because you're, you become quite successful in your various endeavor. What were your first steps where you started clicking and where you started to become the entrepreneur that you would uh, then become? What were your early like professional days like? Maybe the first one I have is uh, the last year of uh, engineering school in computer science. We have some uh, a few weeks project, and I really like that. 
uh, the the teacher say, okay, do you, what you want. We have a project and we can do what we want in, in uh, during in a few weeks. And we work a lot and learn a lot of things. And it's a, a wonderful experience. And it starts to look like uh, what I think startup is. Yeah, it starts to be interesting. Uh, after that, I'm doing conference as a developer. Uh, and it starts to be interesting. I like to I like to teach to share what I what I learn. After that, I discover Startup Weekend. It's an international event uh, where you you play to start to start up in a weekend. I think at the time I'm the guy who have done the most of. Uh, I I don't have the record now, but uh, ten years ago I have the record of uh, the number of participation of Startup Weekend in France, like ten. And after I become coach and facilitator in Startup Weekend, so and it's really really interesting because in my school I start to understand that uh, entrepreneurship is not for me because nobody is speaking to, uh, about entrepreneurship. Yes, it's a bit taboo. I start to understand it, it can be for me. And I really like at this moment to be developer for startup, but I have a lot of frustration because I sometimes I, I see the, the founder have a strategy and I don't agree, but I can't test mine. I just have to follow the founder strategy. And yeah, uh, I never know if my idea is good or not. And I, I want to try to. And Startup Weekend is a wonderful way to to to, to start that, uh, to do a lot of mistakes. Step by step, uh, participation after participation, I let the team uh, have more control. And at the, at the end, they can do almost everything. And I'm just mm. a team member. And this works very well. And I'm very lucky to have this experience before uh, starting my, my company. Uh, because it, it was very inspiring. After that, I have been a CTO in a Kickstarter like in France. And yeah, it was very interesting too to discover a more uh, bigger company, a startup in, in France and understand how it works. Yeah, uh, and after that, uh, all of the thing about uh, three, uh, four, four hour work week, etc., pragmatism and try to reverse the startup spirit and to st and the beginning of the idea to start a, a non-startup company, okay, and, yeah. and probably do the opposite of what people do in this uh, in this world. Okay, you are working a lot. Okay, I'm, I'm not going to do that. You are going to search for, to look for funding. Okay, I'm not going to do that. You really think for yourself. I love that about you, and I, I could already see it before we talked or before we we're getting in this conversation the fact that you had this experience during the startup weekends of understanding so early on in your career that your team that you're part of the team and that you should quote unquote use them or more specifically like not guide them not direct them but like take them by the hands and, and build something uh, together. It's something that I know I struggled with for like four or five years and that a lot of other entrepreneurs struggle with as well because we see ourselves kind of like, all right, I'm the CEO, I'm the superhero, I know everything and you guys are just here to do uh, what I say. And it's it says a lot about you 
that you were able to realize it so early on you were what 20 like between 20 and 25 probably yeah 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 uh i'm starting my so, company at 28 so yeah a few years before you seem very very self-aware you seem like you know yourself very well and that you can listen to yourself very well and your surroundings and how you fit in is that something that was always the case is that something that you had to actively work on i think uh, progressively i started to uh, look for freedom and to uh, remove all the constraints i can have and it's probably really linked to pragmatism yeah i think my recent life is to uh, recent like uh, 10 or 20 years <laughs> before uh, it's a research of freedom and remove uh, the constraints uh, i can have I don't like to own things uh, I, I will have to repair or I don't know. I don't want to have a lot of things planned in the future. Uh, so my agenda is most of, the, most of the time almost empty and I like that. Uh, I like to uh, wake up in the morning and don't know what I'm going to do. And it's very, very, very important. So I can spend a lot of energy to uh, to try not to do something. I, I'm not sure I'm working less at the, at the end, but it's more comfortable for me. Because if I'm comparing what you're telling me, what you're showing to myself, I've had so much friction with myself of like learning to love myself, learning to do what I'm really meant to do and not what my ego tells me. And, and so to hear someone's story like yours where like it, it's happened step by step. Like you were at school and then you liked doing projects and then you did startup weekends and then you thought, mm, maybe I can do like this for, for my life. And then you became an entrepreneur and it worked for you. Is there anything you could share anyone with anyone listening to this about like how to make themselves more free, about how to make them their life? like lighter and more fulfilling and easier to live through and in a way that they're still happy and feel successful. First of all, I have to say it, it was not as easy people can understand with uh, what I said. Of course, uh, I've done a lot of mistakes. I was afraid of uh, doing a lot of things. I'm, I'm, I don't mm. like risk. So if my parkour look risky, it's probably because you don't understand uh, the situation I had at this moment. But most of the time, it wasn't risky uh, in my point of view. Uh, for example, when I started my company, I was sure to be able to find uh, easily a job if the company doesn't work. And it, it was really, really easy. So uh, funding a company was not a risk at all for me and the only thing I will do is to have a better CV at the end and be maybe uh, most known uh, after the company so no no risk at all in my point of view so it's not a risk secondly I think uh, I needed examples to make these uh, choices because uh, I can't have this idea uh, like when I was at school because it was impossible for me to imagine that. For example, at school, uh, I can think I will uh, beat the company. Everything I heard say, okay, 
you are a developer and you are not going to, to be the company. It's not for you. And okay. And I have to go in startup world and see a lot of entrepreneurs who are not very good and be the company and be able to say, okay, maybe I can do that too because they are not much better than me. Uh, I know to, I know how to code and they all are frustrated not, not to be able to code. I can read the same book as them and try to do something. One thing that pops out when I think of you is transversal skills. It's skills that you learn someplace And even though you don't use the exact same skills, some of it can be used transversely. I don't even know if that's a word into something else like you did with coding. And then you did music, which, by the way, I love your songs. And then and then now you're doing generative art. And I think there's this thing with adults where we have the curiosity, but we have so many fears And so many, um, I don't know, like defenses and sensitivities. And, and we, we are a little bit afraid to kind of put ourselves in the shoes of someone who learns again and who has to start from the beginning. But what is fantastic about you is that you learned a lot of things through school and then through your business. And then you applied that to music. And now you're applying this to generative art. What can you say about this, about your own experience as a eternal explorer and adventurer of life and, and the arts? It wasn't a plant at all. Uh, it was improvised and it's just a, a, succession, a succession of small steps. And I haven't learned to code and, uh, uh, I don't know, learned to play music, etc. to do Genart at the end. Of course not. I am very lucky to be able to create the condition to have time uh, very early in my life. And uh, it's a huge privilege and I'm very lucky to, to be able to do that. And so I have time to learn things. Sometimes I spend two weeks on something and, okay, I don't like it and go to another thing. And sometimes uh, I, can, I can spend uh, a year or two or three on something I like very much uh, and dig this, uh, this skills or this domain uh, as much uh, as I can. So yeah, it, it wasn't a plan at all because it can be frightening if you, if you say, okay, if I want to do like this guy, I have to have a plan on five years and be able to know where I go. No, no, it's not that at all. You're basically like a school case Buddhist because... You go through life, you explore, you have fun, and you don't seem to be very attached to the outcome. And so you go where your explorations go and you learn the skills that you need to learn. And like this is one of the most important life skills that anyone can have because we all tend to, we're humans and we're social animals and so we care about what other people think. And so we create this image, this ego in our mind of who we should become, and we let that guide us. So I'm going to tell you about my experience as an entrepreneur. For me, as a like 24-year-old wanting to be an entrepreneur, it was all about the money, the women, 
and the and the <laughs> toys for later. It was like, all right, I'm gonna do this because it's gonna get me there. And I was, I hated the steps, but I thought, all right, but this is, I'm gonna be happy there, and so I'm gonna, I'm gonna do what is required. But it does seem to show that you care about the process, that you like the exploration, that you like the learning and the day to day thing, and that's. Like it, may, it makes my heart tingle. It's 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 beautiful to see. I have to say, it's not maybe as magic uh, uh, as you can see. Uh, Sometimes I can have a, a long term goal, of course. I, I try not to focus too much on that because, of course, it can create frustration because you you can not be able to to do it. Uh, but it can create motivation. So it's a balance sometimes it's great to have a strong goal and sometimes okay maybe i have, I have the, just this idea in mind but if it does happen it, i doesn't care too much and yeah the process is interesting and i really try to like all the step uh well it's pretty apt that my next the next thing i want to talk about is success but I, i wanted to ask you what the word success means to you And and if you feel like you've achieved it or are achieving it right now, uh, I have to say I'm not very comfortable to be able. Uh, I I had success. I'm not that much a competitor, and so I'm not looking for that. I guess I like to share. Competition is not there, and I kind of maybe it's an error to associate success to the competition, but yeah, uh, it's the, it's not what I'm looking for. That's interesting. It's really interesting because the, the that you'd close on on it, it might be narrow to associate success and competition. I think that's what we do. I, I think that's a society thing, our society thing of like you have succeeded if you have beat your direct competitors. And to me, you are successful from what I see of you, from like the joy you derive from the things you do, from, um, well, even like the objective success of your business that it, that allows you to have freedom and all of that. And th that's why I phrase it that way. Like, what does it mean to you? Because in a perfect world, we all have our own definition of success, of being free, of doing the things that we love every day, of being able to have an empty uh, calendar, for example. Like, that to me... Uh, qualifies as as success and so if if someone came to you right now they're 25 uh they're thinking of starting a business maybe they already have like a problem that they want to solve what advice do you give them what are the like i don't know three points or five points that any entrepreneur you think should pay really attention to that should be like their north star that guides their uh, every day it depends what what you want to do if you want to do uh, something a bit like me uh probably have in mind it's a marathon and never a sprint uh, a company to be the company is a few years uh, at minimum you are going to pivot uh don't have an id in love to be in love uh, to an id because it's going to change a lot and Uh, ideas have most of the time no value. A lot of people have the same idea at the same time as you, and the only thing is your, your the way you are working uh, on it and the, the decision you are going to make. Uh, sometimes it's a good idea to do things in another way. Uh, for example, when we start our company, 
the advice is to, to work a lot. And I'm pretty sure it's a bad idea. Um, of course, you, know, you have to work, but not a lot because you are going to have a burnout three, three months later. Your company is, not, is this not working and it's, that's stupid because you have no energy to, to work on it after that. And yeah, you're, you're going to fail. Uh, so that's an interesting norm to question. Um, yeah, it's a good idea. And yeah, I, I like to question norms in general in my life. I love that. It, it is also one of the things that I that I say the most. It, it's I, I usually go back to Elon Musk's uh, first principles thinking: take in all the data you want, but make it your own. Ask people for advice. Ask them what they think, but you can't just take the advice at face value. You you can't just listen to what other people say because you're going to have one person say this and another person say that and another person say that and all of it has value only after you've processed processed it and and made it your own because otherwise you're not being your best self you're being their self and <laughs> you're not going to be good at that so yeah i i and this is this is advice that can never be said enough it will need to be repeated for this generation of entrepreneurs and five generations down the line and 10 generations down the line. I just can add uh, this difference uh, can create uh, an advantage uh, very, very easily. For example, our company is a training company in computer science. And most of the time, this kind of company are built by uh, resource human people. And we had no idea about human resource because it's not our culture at all. And it wasn't the, the first plan to build a, a training company. So no idea of how it's working. So uh, no idea of uh, what people are doing to communicate to. Okay. So we did on our own and like uh, the model we have with startup. So uh, web, uh, uh, social hacking, uh, some some stuff like that. And in mm. fact, we discover later that uh, companies in this world uh, are used to send a paper catalog, very uh, very uh, big paper catalog, to a lot of company. And we we never thought about that because it's not our culture. And so just because because we are different, we did a lot of things differently. Because we uh, did a big pivot, we before train, create, uh, have an idea, uh, have the idea to create a, comp- a training company. Uh, we was working on a kind of job boards, and it was needed to create communities. And so we have uh, now uh, it, this doesn't work, and so now we have uh, a training company with strong communities on the web, and it's quite unique. It wasn't the plan at all. Yeah, man. I, I actually appreciate that you brought this back into my life. I, I haven't followed too much. Uh, I was obviously here for like the early days of um, generative art. And so I, I experienced it from a, from a spectator point of view. But like you coming back to it uh, reminded me of my days playing with P5GS and, and all that stuff. So So that was really nice. I would love to... One of the really interesting things that you started to mention during our, our introduction conversation was about networking and gatekeeping in art, which is something that I had also been introduced to in, in, in a video, where basically a, per, uh, a group of people 
observed a lot of data with regards to the art world and with artists' um, journeys, and they identified that, of course, the skill and the quality of the art you create matters, but the defying, the defining component that would dictate an artist's success is pretty much who they know and who they meet along the way and the doors that it opens for them. And it's something that you seem to have some experience with. And I would love to, for you to explain what the process has been like for you. Yeah, that's interesting. I'm not aware of the study, uh, but it looked interesting. It kind of reflects what I can see. I have a, uh, a weird journey in art because I'm coming from entrepreneurship and coding. So, and I have no idea about art when I start. I don't care uh, about uh, history, uh, art history. I don't care about museum. And yeah, it was two years ago. And yeah, so art means nothing. Oh, I like to play music. Uh, I'm playing guitar. I, I publish some, uh, some track on Spotify just to, to have fun. But that, that's all. Almost two years ago, uh, I want to uh, learn to, to, to draw uh, with a pen and a paper, to, simply. Uh, I like to be off the screen, uh, to, to, uh, to be off the computer and just to, to go on a coffee and, and draw something, to be able to do something. So I'm going to ask to an artist friend to, to teach me, and she, she starts to, um, to teach me how to draw. I see I have uh, no skills in that, and I have everything to learn. But quickly, I want to do geometry because I love math, uh, and there I have skills. So uh, I start to see, okay, if I do something with geometry, I can do something more easily than trying to draw uh, some animals or something like that where I have no skills at all. So quickly, I have a problem. I'm very bad to draw some stuff with my hand. So I migrate to uh, Procreate and an iPad because it's more easy, easier to, to draw perfect circles. But at that time, uh, I say, okay, but what about drawing, uh, I don't know, 100 uh, circles? And my friends say, okay, okay I, I don't know how to do that. And so quickly, I migrate to Vector Program and then to P5, uh, a library, you know, pretty well, very used in GenArt. And we can describe it for non-developer people as a Microsoft Paint uh, with code, something like that. Most of the function you have is something you have in Paint, so you can just draw simple stickers, rectangle, etc. Mm. And yeah, it's very simple. And um, a big part of the gen art you can see is done is done with that anyway. Uh, I'm trying. Uh, I'm playing with that. So first at all in uh, Ikeknunk on Tezos. Then I discover very early Epixash, and uh, it's where I discover discovering uh, GenArt. Uh, and I don't know if uh, people know what is GenArt, but uh, maybe you can explain it uh, with the seed and random etc. Because random is very important in. Uh, in uh, in general, I like the the direction you were going in, and 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 if you can eventually go back to the networking part, because I'm really intrigued by that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it's perfect, and we can definitely okay. talk about. Uh, I, t- I, like, try, I try to keep that exactly. in mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, please do. 
uh, please do. But it's it eventually like your journey eventually leads there because you're dropping a uh, um, a collection with a very important player in this space, and so you you have uh, experienced this firsthand. Um, and yeah, after if you want, we can we can take a minute to explain exactly what generative art is. A few months after uh, I start to to learn to draw, uh, yeah, I'm focusing on gen art. So it's at the end of uh, the year ten twenty one. And uh, gen art is uh, uh, the idea of working on a script uh, called uh, Generator, and you put it on the blockchain, and people can mint editions. Most of the time, the number of editions is defined uh, as in the contract at the beginning. And when some time, some, uh, so someone uh, mints an edition, uh, the edition is generating generated on demand with uh, information in the transaction. So it's a surprise for the, the collector and also for the artist. As artist, of course, I can generate as many uh, as edition as I want to test my script, but I don't know which edition is going to be dropped. And uh, in GenArt, we are used to, to use a lot of random, so uh, color are random, uh, shape, random position, etc. So there are so many randoms and you can guess what is going to happen. It's not just uh, like dice or sometimes a six is going to happen. Oh, no, it's more complex than that. So you can guess what is going to happen. Most of the general are coders, mathematicians, physicians, or some people like that. Uh, it's, it's what I like. And so, yeah, I start to, I start to do that. And yeah, uh, network is start to be important at that moment. Not most of the, t- uh, not all the time because, uh, the last platform, uh, where I drop is, uh, a blind curation. So they don't know the name. So network is probably quite few place dis- directly. But in fact, a network can help in a way to understand what the platform expects. Uh, so it may be important, but not that much in this platform. And we could, talk, we could uh, talk about that later. But yeah, in some platform, uh, the name can be important because, of course, if the uh, big platform assign a big artist, there, there, there is going to, to be some hype on yeah. the project. And this is important. Important. It's very hard to to understand uh, how uh, useful is the networking in art, uh, because uh, yes, yeah, sometimes you can see something very uh, famous have success with pieces which are very understand to to see wh- why they are nice or I don't know. Mm. The opposite is also. Uh, we can also see the opposite, some unknown people uh, having a lot of success. So it's not impossible at all, and you have to find your way. But yeah, probably it can help in a way because you have to, to yeah, I don't know. If I know artists, uh, I can maybe expect some uh, artists to say, okay, I will buy your work uh, at the drop. And it's very interesting to to see to to show that and collector maybe will buy my art because uh, this uh, famous artist yeah. would buy it etc. So yeah, yeah it, it can be it can help yeah for sure. You see it you see it very specifically and very clearly in the NFT space because influencer marketing is predominant and and you have one person tweeting that they will participate in this or that drop and then everyone rushes it without um, rushes to it. 
without even um, questioning it. It's like a badge of all right, you've been already validated, and so this gives uh, this gives me this gives me value. Uh, if you were to start, same question as for the entrepreneur. If you were to, if if someone listening to this wants to get started with generative art, where should they start? Like, what is the least effort road to making your first generative art piece? So maybe same same answer. Uh, there are a lot of ways to start in gen art, and you have to find your way. If you have, if you want to have a similar way as as mine, probably the easiest way is to learn P5. Start on FXH. It's a wonderful platform to start because it's open, quite easy. Uh, Discord is active. A lot of projects. You don't need a community because if you are doing something great, you will, you should be able to sell at a not too bad price and test. It's easy to. It's a, it's a very okay to fail and try again. So you can have a too bad project and the third one is going to work and people doesn't care the the two first are bad yeah it's probably a very good way to to start ecosystem is changing a lot currently and we can see new uh, open platform uh, currently like alba 256 arts so now we have many ways to start and that's better because you have choice and you can just chat with this platform and see uh, which one is the best for you? P5 and FXH or any platform, any open platform is okay. Where do you draw your inspiration from your art? Can you, um, what is a what is a way that you have to get inspired? An idea came, uh, not from me, from uh, an artist who was following, following, following me, uh, Nudaru. Uh, he uh, gave me an advice to, to draw the line between the original position of the dot and the final position of the dot. And it starts to look like fur. And I like this very much. And yeah, the project takes a, a very new direction at that time. And yeah, it was very interesting. Uh, mm. Yeah, it, it's a, we start like that. In my last test project, uh, it was a collaboration with Mathieu Segre, also the associate of the company we uh, we, we spoke before. Is that the, the one dropping in July? Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, let's hold off on this one because it, it's the like the most okay, important okay. piece. Like we have to <laughs> we have to create some sort of a some sort of a cliffhanger. What's a and 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 we'll we'll link to it um, in the in the description. What's your favorite piece that you've created, and what was the process for it, and and um, what does it look like now? And if you have a link right now for me, so I can check it out, uh, and and so we can we can link it later. That would be awesome. Okay, if I have to show you my best work, uh, in my opinion, really hard to say because uh, every project has a different meaning. Probably if, uh, if we don't speak about the, the new one, one of the most interesting aesthetically was Folardio Bridge because it, it was very unique because it's, it's uh, currently uh, still the biggest co collaboration piece, uh, project in, on FXH. Uh, we was 25 artists to participate. I just dropped a simple project on GitHub and asked developer, okay, uh, implement your style. Uh, here is uh, the class you have to, to fill. And if it's working and not too bad, uh, I will publish it in the project in 
I think the delay was very short and probably it was a mistake, like 10 days or 15 days, very short. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, yeah, it was stupid, but okay. Uh, and in fact, uh, much more, uh, many more people uh, as expected participate in my, in my mind. Okay, maybe we'd be uh, three or four and that's fun. And we was 25. Yeah, I met a lot of uh, people uh, with this project, and it, yeah, it, it was uh, it was very nice. And you can see uh, a lot of very different style, uh, even if every artist had the same constraints as the beginning. And uh, that's very interesting. Okay, everyone have to draw a bridge, and it's very interesting to see what people did. And I can also speak about Entricada. It's a drop I did with Bright Moments. It's a platform uh, I like a lot. And they love uh, to make the drop uh, physical in real life. And so they create event all the one, uh, events all around the world to, 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 for the drop. And uh, they did uh, an event in New York so I, I was uh, the artist of the month in March, uh, 2023, uh, for Bright And they did a, a huge event in New York in the Lume studio. They are screen projector on all the, all the wall and, uh, on the floor. And yeah, so people are emerged in my work. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's really fantastic. When I work on my computer, I all the time see my work, uh, I don't know, like uh, 30 centimeters of height. And um, okay, I see the picture and okay, my work is projected on, I don't know, five meters wall. Okay, it, it wasn't expected at all. And so it was a very uh, nice surprise. And yeah, uh, I love that. Yeah, I, I saw the pictures, uh, I think, and and it's really impressive. It really, because that's one of the problems with, with generative art, where it's not, it's not easy to consume, and it's not easy to consume in a way that is really, that respects the time and effort that went into it for, for the artist. And so being in your position, having that, uh, having that event where your art, where people are actually in your art, a part of it, like it, it must have been, it must have been a, a crazy experience for you as an artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, in fact, yeah, it's a, it's a big problem to 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 know how to consume art. And yeah, uh, you can print it, but uh, you can do that if the piece is animated or in three D or I don't know. And you can watch it on the screen or on your computer, but. Yeah, you, you can you can put it as a screensaver or wallpaper on your on your screen, but I don't know. You you can sometimes buy a, a frame uh, with a screen inside, but it's not a very mature technology yet, so it's not easy to connect to to your NFT wallet. Uh, most of the mm -hmm. time, they don't have a strong graphic card, so the the only thing you can do is to display image, sometimes video. It's quite consuming in terms of energy. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not an easy thing, and uh, I hope people we we do some uh, some innovation in, in, the, in this space to 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 facilitate that. All right, let's talk about the drop. So the date is thirty first of July. Yeah, it should be that. 
and uh, all, all at the beginning of August. Okay, tell us about this. Tell us about that process. So process, uh, after talking a lot to my friend and associate uh, Mathieu, uh, he started quickly to uh, to play with P5 and create uh, Genetive Art 2. And at the time, I really wanted to, I don't know, to, to do a big project and like uh, Odin, okay, now I've learned a lot and I have to do the best I can uh, I can do. And probably uh, it was a good idea to do that with a friend. Okay, so, okay, uh, we have better chance if we are two on that and we are, to, uh, okay, let's do something, uh, the best thing we can do, uh, both of us, and let's see where uh, it's going to, to go. Uh, so we started on July 31st last year. So if the, the, the drop is still at this date, it will be at the anniversary of the, the start. It was, so it was a very long journey. Yeah. Uh, so as the start, uh, we, are, we had to decide what to do. Uh, Mathieu, at this moment, wanted to have something that looked physical and play with texture, with realism, etc. And at that time, I would like to play with geometry. And after uh, a few months after, I'm learning shaders is yeah something different than P5, and uh, it's a language uh, spoken by your uh, graphic card. When I learned that, uh, I say, okay, we have to integrate shader in our work because it's going to help us a lot to to do everything we want. Uh, yeah, uh, we are used to, to work uh, together, so it's not a, of course, we are going to be able to, to do that, uh, we, without argument or, yeah, it, it's not a problem. Uh, we, we are used to, to do that. Uh, yeah, we started like that. Quickly, we decided we are, we are trying to emulate, uh, watercolor painting. And it's, it's a nightmare if you are thinking to simulate a watercolor with a Microsoft Paint. And the first thing you are trying, we are trying to do is to simulate it drawing a, a lot and a lot of triangles, almost transparent. And the effect is pretty good. It's a technique uh, developed by Tyler Hobbs, and you can find a, a, a nice blog post on, on his blog. We are trying to, to fill a simple grid with pen on the side and fill each cell with watercolor. And a bit by mistake, we apply something we call domain warping. Is an effect that, deep, uh, I don't know, distor- uh, a distortion in the image and move a little bit everything. Um, it's not that bad at all. And it's not the plan, uh, because the plan is maybe to try to feed the cell by something, I don't know, uh, with a white pen and try to draw something in the cell on the watercolor is uh, the plan. But yeah, with domain warping, it, it looked like water. It looked very organic. And yeah, it's not the plan, but we start to like that. And yeah, we, we submitted the, the product to uh, to some platform with one platform in mind, uh, GM Studio, because I love the curation. It's very premium. I love the... I think it's maybe the only one platform where I love all the projects they dropped. I love the curation. Uh, it's blind most of the time, so they don't know the name. The curation panel, panel don't know the name of the, the artist. 
And I love that. It's very unique in the ecosystem. Most of the time, they can check the Twitter, etc. And of course, like we said before, maybe the uh, the networking can help. And with James Sudo, it's blind. So if you're famous or unknown, you have probably the same chance. We are the first project where uh, all the members uh, of the curation panel say yes. It's the first time in the history of James Studio. And uh, yeah, we are very happy of that. So the drop will happen uh, the 31st of this month if uh, everything goes uh, as, uh, as I know uh, at the recording time. And I, we are very, very, uh, very happy of that. That must be such a... Again, like, we're not doing it for the accolades. We're not doing it for the results. But seeing something that you've worked on for one year being so wholeheartedly welcomed to a platform that means so much to you, man, uh, congratulations. That's amazing. <laughs> Thank you very much. It, it was a, a lot of pressure because it, it's a, yeah, we are in a beer market. Um, I don't know if it's a good idea to spend a year currently to work in a project. Did you have fun? Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Then it was a perfect uh, idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, right. uh, yeah. We we learn. We both learn a lot because it was very interesting. To we are different. We have different skills, uh, different way to work, and the mix was very interesting because we don't focus on the same thing. And the mix of that is was very interesting. And we know how to communicate because we uh, we are friends for, for we have been friends for for a long time. It was a big challenge because there are not a, a lot of platform. Uh, where it's uh, a good idea to work a year for to to do up on, on on that, and uh, it could happen that no platform, uh, no I don't know, let's say premium platform or something like that. It could it could happen that no premium platform accept us. Uh, yeah, it's it, it was a risk during all the the whole time. <laughs> yeah, man, that's uh, that's a that's a such a great turn of events. Um, I, I feel like this is like the perfect place to kind of wrap up this conversation. Uh, can you like give us the last details of the of the drop, July thirty first, uh, Gem Studio? Uh, what will be the how many editions will there be, and 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 what will be the price? I think are the most important uh, criteria. Maybe the information I'm going going to give uh, to give uh, are not accurate because it's not uh, absolutely defined yet. But currently, we are on uh, 300 uh, editions. At the price will be a fair Dutch action from maybe four east to dot uh, to five. I hope I hope everything sells at four. <laughs> that would be <laughs> that would be the, the the perfect way to to cap this up, and you can move on to the next. Uh, move on to the next one, man. I, I I've already thought like a few times. I want to get back into P5.js, which is really hard because I don't code. So I'm not just learning P5. I'm also learning JavaScript. So it's it's a, it's a tricky one and learning the tools. And I, I, I was stuck with, like I was using Bracket, I think, and I was stuck with it, couldn't like put out the thing. So, But now you've inspired me to restart again. And, and I hope that uh, other people are inspired as well. Yeah, thank you. Man. Yeah, maybe uh, you, you have any... maybe on Netflix that very soon. <laughs> 
who knows? Who knows? It, it would be possible. <laughs> I've, I've already thought of doing like a few illustrations because I have these concepts that form as uh, visual things. And, and I want to maybe use uh, Adobe Illustrator or maybe Procreate to kind of put them into form. But yeah, I, I would love to one day uh, be able to, to create a, a generative art collection. Like that would be... That is definitely like a, a bucket list item, and and I think you've put me back on the path for it. You you can maybe uh, have a step just playing with what we call creative coding, and you don't have to necessarily to play with random or uh, which adds some difficulties, and just create something quite nice with uh, with P five, uh, and this you can you can drop this on. Uh, on Tezos, on Object, or TR, or uh, on Ethereum, on uh, SuperR Foundation, mm. or some platform like that. And it's already a thing. The market is not uh, a lot on that, so probably you are not going to, to sell that a lot, but it's, it's a good start, and it's maybe a good step uh, because random create a new complexity because you have to yeah you have to lot to, to seem to manage you can mm. see all the additions so you have to to predict all the special cases that can happen and avoid them most of the time artists generate like a thousand of editions to be sure it's okay but surprise can still happen and there are a lot of uh, history uh, stories like that in, in the space. idea it's a very good idea. Would you would you use um, the P5 editor or or would you go the extra step of having your own like you need to set up the server and and having your own uh, software on the computer? I don't know. D depends of your level, but if you are a beginner, uh, the editor is uh, a lot. Yeah, is enough for 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 a long time. Perfect. Uh, you are not going to to go, to to write a lot of uh, a lot of things. Uh, uh, AI are not too bad to create P5 code, so you can also use the ChatGPT or some technology like, like that to, to create some piece, some part of the code. They are pretty good to, I don't know, you have to, uh, you can say to ChatGPT, please create, uh, I don't know, 100 uh, rectangles uh, uh, which are red and uh, I don't know, place, mm. placed on, on the grid and they, they know pretty well how to do that. So you, you can find nice. inspiration and P5 oh, yeah. very good to learn you on the website. There are a lot of book, a lot of resource yeah. to, to learn. You can also check on a website name. Open processing is very similar to the P5 editor and you can access to the code of a, a very, uh, a lot of uh, interesting artwork uh, all in P5 most of the time. And you can check the code and find uh, inspiration. And yeah, that, that's a awesome. very good start. Thank you so much. I, I end this uh, feeling inspired and with a clear path ahead of me. So thank you so much. <laughs> Is there anything else? Perfect. Is there anything else you, you'd like to, to add to this? Oh, we, we, uh, we have spoken about a lot of things. So it's hard to, to find a, a conclusion about that. Mm -hmm. uh, it was a pleasure to share that. And yeah, if it can be interesting for the listeners, it is awesome. I guess most of the people who are listening are in Web3 and maybe most of them are aware about GenArt. So let's check the the source project on Gem Studio. You can, 
at the time of the publishing of this podcast, you you should be able to to find a lot of uh, blog posts uh, about this project on our blog. So if you want to know more about this story, the story, the journey, or some technical aspect, uh, you will find more information about that. So it's easy to find my Twitter and and check the, my blog. And so, and yeah, uh, thank you very much for having me. It's a pleasure to listen to the previous, it was a pleasure to listen to the previous episode of this podcast. And I'm very uh, grateful to uh, to be there today. So thank you very much for having me. Thank you, man. Thank you for, I, I really appreciate you taking the time and, and yeah, t- doing the effort of, of coming on and, and giving me this shot as well, because you, you've seen we're just getting started um this uh we're only a few episodes in and you still you still agree to do this wholeheartedly and with a huge smile on your face so thank you